We are coming down to the wire in the Central Division. The Wild are on top right now. Will they finish the season in that spot? We'll take a look at what the top three in the division have on their plates the rest of the way. Plus, can Wild players hit stat milestones between now and the end of the year? All that on today's episode of Locked on Wild. You're locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you, as always, for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. And uh, make sure to subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to your podcast so you don't miss out on our newest episodes. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, we dive into the remaining schedule for the top teams in the Central Division. We'll also take a look at if Wild players are close to stat milestones the rest of the way. And we'll preview maybe the biggest week of the season as well. My name is Seth Topal, your daily Minnesota Wild insider. Joining us as always, and it is a victory Micheletti Monday. Alex Micheletti is here. Alex, it wasn't easy against Chicago on Saturday, but the Wild did pick up a win. And due to Dallas losing to Vancouver in regulation and Colorado outlasting Arizona in a shootout, your Minnesota Wild are in first place. So all of the things that have happened so far this season, which has been it's been a journey, um, all that, the, the Wild have found ways to persevere through it. Now they stand alone at the top of the Central Division. Yeah, it's incredible. How about uh, you know Ryan Hartman saying, no more overtime. We're, <laughs> we, we are going to win a game in regulation. That was incredible. And, you know, uh, Connor, Connor Murphy was, you know, he fell over and that was a debacle. And then Alex Stalock, uh, he kind of just stayed in his net. And, uh, and Ryan Hartman said after the game that he, uh, um, he thought about going high glove and then uh, decided just to deke him and, and, and put the puck around him. So that was obviously... <laughs> Uh, the right decision and, and thank goodness, uh, you know, they, they want to finish first if they possibly can, because you want to, you want to avoid Colorado at all costs. Yeah, 100%. And you top that game off with Freddie Goudreau with the full ice empty netter. Steady Freddie continues to, uh, to just get it done. One of the players who potentially could hit a uh, stat milestone here. And uh, just looking at the wild statistics right now, You've got Kirill with 39 goals. There's a chance that if he gets back before the end of the regular season, he can get to 40. But Matt Zuccarello at 22, Jule Eriksenek at 23, Matt Boldy at 25. Alex, who has the best chance of getting to that next ladder in terms of goals? Is it Boldy getting to 30? Or is it Zuccarello and Eriksson Ek finding their way to 25? I think Ek. Uh, I just I just like the way he's been playing. He he's been, you know, the the second uh, best player on this team uh, overall. I mean, Matt Boldy's obviously picked it up, you know, but 
you know, with, without heck the way he plays defensively and offensively, th- this team would be in a lot worse position. You know, he takes on, uh, you know, some of the hardest, you know, guys to play against in, in the NHL and he does it, does it with ease. And he hasn't had his, uh, his other defensive stalwart back there in Jonas Brodeen all year. You know, there's been, you know, spots where he's, he's been missing and X had to kind of do it, do it by himself. And so the, the way that he's, you know, he, he has that role on the power play too, where he's right out front. I, I think, I think Eck uh, gets there first. I have a hot take. I think Matt Boldy does get to 30 now. Okay. That's, that's a tall order because there are nine games left in the season. And so Boldy needs five goals in nine games, but he's on, his biggest, he's on his hottest heater of his young NHL career so far with, I think, six goals in seven games since Kirill got hurt, or six goals in eight games, um, I, I think it is. So he's certainly capable. But, yeah, if I if I had to pick the, uh, the player that has the next, that has the best odds to get to kind of that next tier in terms of goal scoring, I think it is Eck. And it's ironic because you talk about Jewel Eriksson Ek. He is not too far off of a career high in goals. Matt Boldy already has established a career high in goals. Freddie Goudreau, his next goal will be his 15th, which will be a career high. And so even with this lack of goal scoring as a whole, you still have plenty of players that are still finding ways to have either career years or just off of their uh, career pace. And it's it comes down to a lot of those guys that have just been the steadying presences throughout the course of the season. They're doing it by committee. Uh, they've had to to do this. You know, last year, I, you know, I think it was just uh, an anomaly, just uh, one of those super crazy scoring years. And you know, now um, it's nice to see this team – it's a, it's a team effort. <laughs> you see guys like Ryan Reeves scoring this, this fourth line that they've had has been absolutely incredible. You look at guys that have overcome so much in their careers, Mason Shaw tearing multiple ACLs and, and making it to the NHL. You know, these are guys that want to stay in the NHL. They, they know what it's like in Iowa, you know, same with Connor Dewar and they don't want to give up their spot. And, this, you know, what's fascinating about this team too, once Gus Nyquist comes back is who do you take out of the lineup? You know, that's it. <laughs> Dean's got a really, you know, tough task. You know, I'm sure as we know, Bill Guerin has major influence over the lineup yeah. uh, decisions too. So yeah, it's going to be fascinating to see, you know, come playoff time who, who plays or who doesn't play. Yeah. I, I don't envy Dean in having to make the decisions because like you said, that fourth line's playing fantastic second line. You're not breaking those guys up. And when Kirill comes back, we've seen the chemistry that, uh, that him Hartman and Zuccarello have together uh, when those three are in the lineup. And so really leaves you with one line to make changes to. And, I, I don't know if I would pull Brandon Duhame out of the lineup. I mean, you've got some tough choices as to who are going to be the ones that don't play. Uh, but you're talking about adding Kirill Kaprizov back into the lineup. because So somebody obviously is going to sit. 
And then, like you said, with uh, with Nyquist, is you're adding a guy who has top six potential. So you are winning games right now, and then you're adding pieces to the mix before the postseason starts. Like it, it, it truly is just crazy that this team has has taken as major of a blow as losing Kirill has been, and has found a way to just keep it going. <laughs> And and the fact that they're in first place too, we never in our wildest dreams would would we think this team was in first place. I, I remember when we were making predictions, uh, I was bold and said second, uh, but I never never thought in a million years that they'd be in first with losing with uh, Kevin's production. And you know, thank thank goodness for Matt Boldy stepping up here late too. Um, he's been the catalyst of uh, you know keeping this team in 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 first or, or trying to to keep them there. And, you know, and some guys have been a little bit more quiet, Zuccarello. Um, so hopefully once uh, his best buddy gets back in the lineup, his production starts ramping up again. <laughs> but the goaltending too, um, you know, it, there was obviously some tension <laughs> with Flurry and Talbot uh, at the end of the last season. And Gus just seems like the calmest guy in the, in the planet. And Flurry, do, he doesn't, uh, he, uh, he, uh, he was voted, uh, you know, the most light, you know, guy and, uh, in a locker room guy uh, by the um, by all the players in the NHL. So um, yeah, good good chemistry to have those two together. And whoever whoever starts in the playoffs, I think they're in good hands. That's another decision that uh, I don't envy because I think there is a particular way that we would all like it to go. Mm-hmm. But you got a guy who has started so many playoff games, multiple cups. Yeah, I. I'm I'm not going to sit here and say that I would prefer Flurry over Gustafson because I wouldn't. Gustafson has been the steadying presence the whole season. He has he's been and he's been like this pretty much all year. Flurry has had he's had some stretches where he hasn't been as good. He's had some stretches where he's been fantastic. But I just would rather have the steady high arc than the kind of highs and lows. But again, you're talking about a guy who has like is one of the most decorated goalies in NHL history. So, we're not going to we're not going to talk anymore about that cuz you got to get there first. <laughs> yep. The Wild are in, but um there is going to be an interesting race down the stretch between those top 3 teams. So, when we continue today's episode, we will look at what the top three teams in the Central have remaining on their plates. And let me tell you, some are more full than others. So we'll take a look at that as we continue today's episode of Locked on Wild after a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by a product I use every single day, AG1 by Athletic Greens. Maybe you're like me. You want to be healthy and eat well, but it's always easier said than done. That's no longer the case with AG1. With one delicious scoop of AG1 in a glass of water each day, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It can be hard and expensive to keep track of multiple different supplements and vitamins, not to mention how hard it can be on your stomach. AG1 costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. 
Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild, once again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day for your second listen. Make sure you check out the Locked on NHL podcast to get the full lowdown on the playoff push for all of the teams in the East and the West. Locked on NHL is available on all of your favorite podcast platforms and YouTube absolutely free. Continuing to uh, break things down with Alex Micheletti here on a victory Micheletti Monday. All right, Alex, let's look at what we've got for the uh, big three because Winnipeg's not catching anybody, I don't think. They may not even make it because Nashville just continues to have those three games in hand. I I don't know when they're going to get those made up or, or in, but they've got three games in hand, and they're like five points back, which is insane. And I think uh, we, we were the last episode, we were wondering where those games are coming from. And do you remember earlier this season, they had a water main pipeline break? That is, <laughs> that is why they're, they're behind everybody else. I was trying, because you made, uh, I had to do some research after. I was like, what is going on with the Nashville Predators? And, and that's it. The, the crazy thing with them, too, is they traded everybody for or that they could. And now the guys that are still there, the vet, some of the vets that are still there are getting injured. Um, Roman Yossi is still out. Um, and without him, it, it's it, it's hideous back there on Jeez. defense. Um, and and then Matt Duchesne got hurt last night um, in their in their most recent game. So he's out multiple weeks. So, I mean, I think that's the rest of the regular season. Uh, and so if they can pull this off with uh, Minnesota's own Tommy Novak and the remnants of what's left on <laughs> Cody glass, I mean, I, it's hard to name guys that are still forwards on, on that team. And so, yeah, we'll, we'll see if they, if they do shame on the Winnipeg jets for letting them to creep back in. Yeah. No kidding. I I'm reacting because the St. Louis blues just scored again at seven to six. Uh, in with of course tw- they did 12 seconds left in that game. So Bennington gave up a couple. He didn't even start, gave up a couple things, things you like to see. Um, <laughs> schedule remaining for the top three. We'll start with the Dallas Stars, who have three games on the road to start off their final, um, their final nine at Chicago at Arizona, at Colorado. Then they host Nashville, Philadelphia, and Vegas before at Detroit, at St. Louis. And then as part of those home-and-homes that we love so much, they finish the regular season hosting St. Louis on the 13th of April. So that's the Stars. The Avalanche have the following. They have a game in hand as well. They are at Anaheim tonight. 
Then they host the Wild on Wednesday. They host the Stars on Saturday. They play two in a row at San Jose, Tuesday and Thursday of next week. Then they're at the Kings, at the Ducks. They host Edmonton and Winnipeg, and they finish with Nashville. So that's the Avalanche. And then for the Wild, host Seattle tonight. We'll talk more about that in a little bit. Then they're at Colorado, at Vegas on Saturday, then hosting Vegas on the 3rd, at Pittsburgh on Thursday the 6th, then they host St. Louis, at Chicago, host Winnipeg, and they finish at Nashville on the 13th to finish the season. Who's got the easiest road? It it pains me to say it, but I think the Colorado Avalanche do. (laughs) Just with, with some of those disease teams that they're playing multiple times, San Jose has completely given up. Yeah. Uh, the the Ducks, watching them on, on Saturday, uh, that was unbelievable. Uh, you know, I don't know what, what is going on there, but, you know, they gave up a ton of goals to, to St. Louis. What was it? Six, right? If you see their mm-hmm. schedule right there. Yeah. It just, <laughs> just hideous amounts of goals. You know, they gave, they scored quite a bit too, but you know, that game was just odd to begin with. And, and you know, I, I, I just, I just think, I just think Colorado has the easiest one, unfortunately. Yeah. But you, you look at it too yeah. with Dallas, um, and you say, well, they start off with Chicago and Arizona, so that's easy for them too, right? Mm. Um, yeah. Arizona's been Arizona's been taking it to everybody. They should have beat Edmonton the other night. Uh, they took, you know, Colorado uh, to you know, you know, again uh, they played a tough, tough one today against them. Yeah, and that <laughs> shootout went what seven yeah. rounds. Yeah, <laughs> it, it took uh, Val Nishkushin to uh, to finally score. Yeah, yeah, seven. And and we have to praise uh, Clayton Keller too. The way he's playing down the stretch here. Yeah, twelve game point streak. It's it, he and Nick Schmaltz are have just been on fire for that team. They are willing the Coyotes out of Connor Bedard, and Dallas also lost to Vancouver, who. Vancouver Again. doesn't lose now. They 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 beat up on Chicago. Well, everybody's beating up on Chicago, but yeah, the, the coaching change has has worked out really well with Rick Tockett. Yeah, Tockett is uh, has got them playing really really well. So we should be thankful that Vancouver's not on the schedule the rest of the way. Um, and, and it is interesting that the Wild do have an opportunity here to help assert some of that final schedule by playing the Avalanche, by playing Vegas. And this is where them playing in as many overtime games as they've had comes into play because you have a chance maybe to get a game to overtime that you don't necessarily win just to pick up a point. And so that three-game stretch, as we'll talk about here in a second, getting those games to OT as opposed to losing in regulation is the difference between first and and or just win it. I mean, you just win them, just win the games. That's the difference between first and uh, and going into second or third. Yeah, it's huge. With the, as we know, the NHL playoff format. <laughs> I don't think anybody likes except for Gary Batman. <laughs> and <laughs> it's you just can't make it up. And I, of course, we know that they would fare so much better. Uh, you know, if if they finish in the first place and get to play a Seattle, yeah, uh, Seattle, they've made tremendous strides, but I don't trust 
Grubauer or Martin or the skeletal reins of Martin Jones. He he had a good good start to the year, uh, but he's been horrendous, uh, you know, in the second half here, and that's why they they've barely been playing him. And Grubauer, who knows? He's an absolute wild card, uh, and I would just. I would take the chances uh, of the wild getting to the second round against Seattle compared to Colorado. So yeah, I shoot, shoot for the first, no matter what shoot for the top spot. Um, I I'm, I'm fully with you there. And yeah, I don't know who Gary is asking because yeah, we're, we're pulling people and we're finding that the playoff format is very popular amongst <laughs> fans. It's like, yeah, you want to tell that to Toronto and Tampa Bay fans who have to play each other again in the first round? It's like two who, amazing teams. Who are you asking? Are you asking the people in the photo behind? Oh wait, there's nobody in it. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> the same thing with the Dasher boards too. Remember that earlier this <sighs> season? They said, "Yeah, we pulled," and everybody loves the interactive <laughs> boards or the ads on the board. Unreal. Crazy. So yeah, that's. I I could go into a whole other rant on the playoff format, so we're just going to leave that as is. But you mentioned Seattle. They are in town tonight, and so we'll take a look at that game. We'll talk a little bit about uh, Philip Grubauer and uh, his propensity to allow goals as we continue today's episode of Locked on Wilds after this. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Are you looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories? Well, you need to give Built Bar a try. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. And they come in some unbelievable flavors too, like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almonds. I don't know how Built Bar continues to get it done, but these are their healthiest Built Bars yet. They contain just 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and are packed with a whopping 17 grams of protein. Best of all is you no longer need to wait for your delivery to arrive before you can enjoy the taste of Built Bar. Now you can head to your local Walmart or Sam's Club to pick up a box today. If you don't have one handy, you can still head to Built.com, and whichever way you choose, make sure that you choose Built Bar today. Final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wild. Once again, thanks for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. For your second listen, Lockdown NHL is here to guide you through the final couple of weeks of the regular season by talking to our local Lockdown experts. Lockdown NHL is free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Seattle Kraken are in town tonight and for the Minnesota Wild an opportunity for them to add to what has been a uh, just it's been a great stretch of hockey 14-1 and 4 in their last 19 games Seattle comes in 40-24 and uh, I believe what was the 40-24 and 8 the Wild struggled against Seattle earlier in the season but the Wild are playing much better hockey here as of now. If you can slow down the top options that uh, that the Kraken possess on offense, there should be some opportunities to score goals against probably Philip Grubauer, maybe Martin Jones, 
yeah, it's it's been a wild ride for those two guys as both of them come in with a save percentage under 90. It's it's insane. It's insane. That's one team that I thought was going to add a goaltender at the, at the deadline because, you know, they they look like they're going to make the playoffs, which is a pretty great feat for, you know, they've they've only been um, in in the NHL. This is their second season. So kudos to them for and Ron Francis for yeah. making some key uh, acquisitions in, in the, you know, in the, in the past summer. Not everybody's going to be a Vegas and just go every year. Right. Yeah. It's, it's the NHL. It's the best league in the world for a reason. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, the one guy that I've been super impressed by and it's just amazing that he was available um, when, you know, when they were picking players is Jared McCann. He's having an unbelievable season Yeah. in another guy on their back end. Vince Dunn is having an incredible season too, which St. Louis desperately misses a guy like that for sure. Yeah. They, uh, they have not, really had anything close to good D um, in St. Louis this year. So they, they definitely miss him. And, of course, our guy Carson Soucy, uh, Dr. Seuss, which I think is one of the <laughs> greatest nicknames in the NHL, hands down. You've uh, you got Maddie Beneers, who's got uh, 20 goals on the season. So he is, is continuing to be a uh, strong contributor to that mix. But it's just – it's a Seattle team that – I think plays a style similar to what the wild do. They, they rely on kind of keeping things tight. They do have some guys that can put the, uh, put the puck in the net much like the wild. And so I think this is a game where if the wild can just continue to get some burst offensively, they, they should be able to, uh, to take care of business. You have to be careful. They they played Nashville, and that was probably one of Nashville's biggest games of the season. And they exploded exploded with goals. I think that yeah. one finished seven to two, right? Yep. And so, but you know, Nashville's like I said is such a weird team right now. They look like world beaters, and then they give up seven goals. You know, they've done that twice now in the past couple of games. You know, when they played uh, the Rangers, that that was just a hideous oh. game for them. But. Yeah, like you know these these names that we mentioned, they're they have some really underrated forwards too that don't get talked a lot, a lot about, and they were kind of you know uh, misfit uh, for, you know toys or, or forwards that got cast off by by teams. Uh, Jordan Eberle, who's been in the league forever, Jaden Schwartz, you know, who won a cup with uh, St. Louis too. Uh, so they uh, they do have some some guys that have been in this league for a while, and so. Um, they're they're fighting for a playoff spot. You know, the Wild have a little bit better because they're not in the wild card spot. But you know, Seattle ha- is 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 literally trying to fend off uh, Nashville, you know, Calgary, uh, and so in Winnipeg they're fighting with too. So clinging for dear clinging life, dear life. Oh. <laughs> Poor Connor Hellebuck. If he could get more help, that would be <laughs> for his sake. Any <laughs> any amount of help would would be just great. At yeah, this point it's, in the season. it's, it's fascinating watching some of those teams, especially Calgary too. Uh, they're, <laughs> they're trying to make the playoffs, but it also seems like they hate their coach. <sighs> and so <laughs> that I can't, I can't get enough of the Calgary drama. For it's, sure. it's a disaster. And you and I were chatting over the weekend. Like it, it's gotta be the end of the line for, for Sutter. You would think 
Yeah, how could how could it not? When you got some some of these young guys that you know just <laughs> are not getting along with them, and then you have some of the stars too, and their agents having to make remarks on Twitter. That's never Alan Walsh. That's never a good thing. When Hubadrow is not going to be even close to the point totals that he had with Florida, I, it's it's a nightmare. And we saw uh, you know the other night when they had an, uh, the net empty and Hubadrow wasn't even on the ice. And so it's like <laughs> there was drama with that with some insiders. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Un unreal. Um, after Monday. After tonight, the Wilds play the Avs on the road on Wednesday. Colorado is... Biggest game of the season. Yes. Thank you for bringing that up because it's a Colorado team that I think the last time the Wild played them, they outshot them like 42-18 to and still ended up losing. So that, honestly, that will determine where in relation to each other the, uh, the Wild and Avalanche fall. If the Wilds can pick up that win, then they've got that in their back pocket over the Avs. And honestly, it's one of those where it kind of is a it's it's a measuring stick game for at this point in the season, do you stack up against those teams that you're fighting with at the top of the division going into their barn and coming away with the win? That would be the one where people would say, yes, they do. Yeah, you, you you make people think you're real, and 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 that's it's going out and winning road games uh, because they're going to have to do that in the playoffs. And if they, you know, if they do match up with this team in the playoffs, here's a preview for them this week. So yeah, get get excited, Wild fans! It's another late game, and so <sighs> <laughs> get your coffee, get your Mountain Dew, yeah, get, get ready for that late one. Uh, watching this Colorado team if you can keep it five on five, you can stay with them. Uh, when they get on the power play, it's, it's lights out. It seems like just because McCarr has just been just an absolute animal back there on the back end yeah. and McKinnon and Rantanen. It's just, the names are endless when it comes to, um, you know, the special teams for them. You need to have both hands, so to speak in that fight against uh, the, the Colorado avalanche. You follow that up with another nine o'clock this time, though, against a West Coast team in the Vegas Golden Knights. And another team that uh, a couple weeks ago, the Wilds came up in the wrong end of a game against Vegas. And so they're out for some retribution there. And again, another measuring stick game for the team that is currently the top overall seed in the Western Conference playoffs. They are one of the most surprising stories of the season. I just... <laughs> I just thought once uh, Leonard went out for the year, once we knew that he was out for the year, that they were going to struggle. And they've just been rotating goalies left and right and somehow managing to still win games. It's just absolutely insane. Yeah, you know, they, they acquired Jonathan Quick and uh, Logan Thompson's been been hurt. Um, and so, they, you know, they it's, it's just a who's who of, uh, of guys that's been in that there. And, you know, uh, I, Jack Eichel's been really good for them lately. Uh, they beat uh, Edmonton in Edmonton the other night. Um, that that was a huge win for them because Edmonton's just been playing phenomenal hockey. And they have some stalwarts back there on the on the back end and Shay Theodore and Alex Petrangelo and Alec Martinez. And so they, ha- they have some vets that have played a ton of 
uh, big time hockey and those, you know, that veteran core that they have is, is keeping them in it. And so, yeah, it's going to be a tough one. Uh, that, uh, that game against uh, Vegas uh, was kind of a turning point in the wild season because mm-hmm. after that, you know, they, there was a couple more losses, but then they went on uh, that 14 point uh, streak that they had. And so, uh, you know, it's a, it's a team, like you said, uh, that they want revenge against. And I think, you know, they're playing so much better than the last time they played them too. So yeah, it should be a lot more even. Just don't let Phil the thrill score um, in this this one, I believe he scored in the uh, the game against the Wild mm-hmm. yeah. um, back at Excel Energy Center. So some, uh, as we like to call them, some big boy games this week for the Minnesota Wild. But if they've proved anything over the, uh, the last ever um, is that as many times as we see the kind of play down tier competition games, we see a lot of get up for a high quality opponent too. So hopefully that's the the recipe here this week. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you said, you know, even though some of these teams are in the Connor Bedard sweepstakes, the players don't seem to be tanking. It's the it's the GMs, but some of these guys are playing for contracts too. And right. so you see a team like Arizona and you think it's going to be an easy win and then you go in, into that Mullet Arena. And and things change very quickly. So, yeah, you you got you got to watch out for those teams. Like like we always talk about, you give some uh, a team uh, you know some life or hope, and they smell blood in the water, and they they rattle off a couple goals, and then they somehow pull off a win, and you're like, I just spent two hours, and I can't believe yeah the Wild lost to this team. So you can't points are at a premium as we as we know. So it's like shooter don't take anybody easy. It's like Shooter McGavin having the lead through 17 holes because Happy Gilmore is rattled because he got hit by the, the Volkswagen, and all of a sudden then on 18, the TV tower collapses and Gilmore makes a putt. you got to have that thing in the bag from hole 1 to hole 18, all 60 minutes, um, whichever sports analogy you want to use. So we'll see. Big week. And uh, we will have you covered every step of the way here on Locked on Wild. So take this opportunity, if you haven't already, to subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on your favorite podcast platforms. Follow us on social media so you don't miss out on any of the push to the playoffs. We've got some special content coming as well. So make sure to keep an eye on everything at Locked on Wild as you follow along with the Minnesota Wild throughout the rest of the season. We've got new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.